So hi, Lukas or Luke. What's your first name? How is it pronounced? Lukas. Lukas. Luke is okay. Lukas. <laughs> Lukas. Yeah. Yeah, like Luke Skywalker, of course. Uh, <laughs> okay. What was your first computer? My first computer. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I think, it was Commodore or VIC twenty. Oh, Commodore or VIC twenty. Okay. And uh, what you did with it? What I did with it? Yeah, I was just playing on it. <laughs> I was doing some games, uh, and then uh, I was I was programming something using BASIC. I remember, it was very very long time ago. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you so you played games back then, and um, which games you remember? Oh no, really, really, it was a long time ago. Uh, there was some platform games. Uh, yeah, I don't recall the name. Yeah, but you know, it, it was the my yeah, I was like teenager, fourteen years old or something. Okay. And it was like you know, the computer was like connected with games. Yeah, there was nothing else. But after some time, I start like learning and. and Reading about the computers, about uh, there is programming languages on computers, so you can program your own games if you want to, and that's how it started, basically. Yeah. So, uh, so with games, and then I was discovering the world of of programming computers. And and why you started with uh, you know being more curious about programming? Why you did it? I mean, were you bored with games, or what's the deal? You know, with starting programming. You know, just fun because it's discovering something new. It was like exciting new stuff that you can do with computers. It's not just you can like I don't know, implement something that will be will do something for you. Yeah, it's you know maybe not games. Games was okay to play them, but I discovered it very hard to to uh, write them to 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 code a proper game. It was like a lot of work, uh, and you you had to know a lot of. Uh, uh, more things than just you know uh, about the uh, programming language because there was the graphics, there was sound, and so on. It's very hard to, for me to, uh, in the beginning, to, to program games. So I just started just programming, you know, some simple So you wanted like, actually, uh, so you wanted actually to write a game, but it was too hard, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> actually I wanted, but I discovered it's not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> After spending some time reading some uh, some docs and and uh, books. It wasn't okay. It's not that simple. <laughs> yeah, you are actually right. <laughs> it was in my case this similar because uh, it's not like I wanted to write a game, but there are lots of magazines who which described that you can actually write yeah. a game. And then I got the idea. I, it is actually possible to write a game, and I thought this is very easy because it is described in the magazine. But you know, the games in the magazines were actually not that exciting, right? They were like you know ASCII art. Yeah, yeah. You you had all this this code. You can you can just retype in your in your computer, and you was able to launch this game. But it was like okay, two two pixels running around. So <laughs> that's so exciting. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> when was it? Eighty six? Nineteen eighty six? Around eighty eighty eight? Yeah, so it's around 92 or something like that. 92? Like, that was later, okay. Oh, no, even no, no. It was before my uh, high school. So, yeah, 8080 or something like that, 8080. Okay. You know, the, the time when, when the Poland was uh, finally free and we were able to, to buy some uh, Western stuff, <laughs> computers. Okay, <laughs> so you got to know the, the, uh, the, the computer after the not revolution. Can we call it revolution? Uh, yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Yeah. After oh. yes, but before it was very hard to, okay. to buy such stuff in in the market. Yeah, there was some uh, high schools and today uh, there were some computers, but normally for normal people it was, very, it was very hard. Okay. So what was the first application which was somehow somehow usable you wrote? 
something which worked, you know, as a kid. I don't know. It's just a painting program or whatever, database or I don't know, database or. No, uh, I think. I think it was on the Com uh, Commodore 6400. Oh, you, you had a Commodore, so it was a huge. Uh, yeah, huge yeah, upgrade. it was evolution. Yeah, after like two or three years using Mavic, uh, I bought a brand new Commodore 64. Uh, I was in high school at the, that time, uh, and and I was playing uh, board games. Uh, you know, oh. uh, lots of. Uh, those in this game called uh, space, uh, space, uh, space, or so, space something. Space Invaders? No, 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 no. It was a board game, and that you are, you have been flying your uh, spaceship and uh, buying and selling stuff. It was like a cooperation game for four or five people, and it was like a huge uh, deck with lots of uh, stuff, uh, lots of cards, okay. lots of uh, the peons and so on. And the logic was very complicated okay. to calculate all this market stuff. Yeah, there was uh, like. Uh, like proper market stuff, and I wrote a small basic uh, application to support that. Okay. So you can able to enter some values, uh, and uh, all the calculation was happening in, the, in this uh, application. So we have been playing the, this game a lot, and was using this program to support the, the game. You know, because it was like five to six hours uh, of play, uh, this game. So the computer was like one hour <laughs> faster to play. Okay, but it was amazing because back then you had properly CRT monitor or even a TV set, right? Yeah, it was a TV set. Yeah, and yeah. then the Commodore and then the huge board, so you need a, like you know a huge living room. Uh, yeah, we have been playing. It's, uh, it was uh, not, not my living room, but in a, uh, the dedicated place that was uh, uh, for scouts. Uh, you, you, uh huh. So like a, more like a club. Yeah, it's a club. Yeah, yeah, it's in the club. So yeah, I was bringing my computer, my Commodore. Those TV hours there, so I was able hey, to, cool. to just connect the stuff and yeah, set up everything. And it was like uh, Saturday night, uh, evening night uh, of playing of playing mm -hmm. games. Funny fact: so I uh, had already a podcast with Lincoln Baxter of uh, Red Hat, and uh, previously Red Red Hat uh, employee. And he, you know, you are aware of the plane called Magic: The Gathering. Yeah. And he wrote an app for uh, Magic or the Gathering for iOS, and it sold really well. And now he quit Red Hat and has an own startup, you know, just uh, managing the cards. And the funny fact is, I had no idea about Magic. And he, before the interview, he sent me, you know, the link, and I took a look at the link, and I had no idea what the app is about. It's like this is crazy. I don't understand anything. There's like, you know, some cards and and points like what the app is doing because it was called top decked i assume this is a kind of revolutionary microsoft project you know <laughs> like and then ask what what the app is actually doing and then he explained me about the magic so okay this makes sense because uh i had to admit i had no idea what happens inside your your your, your program okay nice but this actually sounds like a like fun so uh, there were they're like a computer club kind of and you played you know the board game and wrote a basic program and the other kids like that or yeah, only you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, mean uh, I like it to, to program uh, to, to write this this this, uh, this small program that was an application. Yeah, uh, and we were liking to use it to to, to play the board game. Yeah, so it wasn't that that they start uh, start coding and writing some uh, programs with me. It, you know, it was just okay. This is fun thing that help us play games, uh, board games. So let's do it. And yeah. It, that time it wasn't like you know it was just a funny thing to to write something and to to use it, 
but I wasn't expecting that I, at some time in the future I will be a professional programmer. Yeah, it was like you know a hobby. Yeah, it was yeah. just doing fun, fun, fun stuff with a computer. And what was the was the, was the program also used by others or just by you? No, 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 by, no just, just by, you. by me. You know, the, it was the setup was complicated. Yeah, you I can imagine. <laughs> like you know, 50 parameters in the right order. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. I did. So it wasn't like that. He, only the auto was able to use it. So. Okay. <laughs> so there was the natural licensing, you know. So uh, yeah. and. Uh, was it like uh, lots of if else statement or what it did actually? Yeah, okay. Yeah, basically lots of if else. <laughs> okay. <statement. laughs> and showing some stuff and, uh, and printing the results. So it okay. wasn't so complicated. But no, it allowed me to do, to do something with the computer, not just playing things. And, and I guess you loaded the uh, the software from uh, uh, tape, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, um, and what happened after that? So the next application, this was actually sounds like fun. So what was the next one? Hey. The next one was, I think it was like I started working as a, as a, as a uh, software engineer, not software engineer, uh, uh, information technology engineer. Uh, yeah, it was because the, that time as well, there was no, like, in my area, there was no, like, offers for, for software programmers. Uh, I was, What's your, your area? Where are you located? Uh, uh, software part of Poland, New Krakow. Okay. Yeah, Krakow, so nice. Is, uh -huh. Yeah, I was uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I uh, talked at the JDD conference. The, yeah, the, yeah. the, the conference exactly. previously in Krakow, but now it's of course online. But it was so <laughs> I was several times in Krakow actually. Yeah, so it's like sixty kilometers. Okay, uh, to Krakow. Yeah, in Krakow there was uh, probably some offers for for software programs, but I would wasn't considering myself as a software developer the, that time. Uh, yeah, wait a second. Just... Was basic? Was your knowledge, or did you you you, you learn something else? Uh, I started learning uh, Pascal. Why? And, uh, why that? Because I don't know. Okay, you found <laughs> it somehow, or did this also? Yeah, I just was reading some, you know, so so magazines and there was some ah, okay. examples Pascal mm -hmm. language. So I started. And then I already had a proper PC computer, you know, with Windows ninety five. Okay. Uh, so so after the C sixty four, you got a proper computer on Windows, right? Yeah, yeah. After a few, yeah, exactly. This was my. Uh, Studies. Uh, so it, I had a proper computer, PC computer. So I started learning uh, about the so like Pascal that was Borland Delphi uh, one zero. Uh, so it was the first uh, tool to to create uh, window applications. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, wow, it's amazing that you don't have to like think about this whole graphic stuff. You can just program, create your first stuff and. And to be honest, I was using the Delphi, uh, Borland Delphi to, or Borland Delphi, depending on the name, uh, to create some small tools, tool sets to, to help me with my uh, uh, daily work. I was a, so, a network engineer. Network? Uh, network engineer, yeah. Network engineer and well, general IT guy. Okay. No. <laughs> Bring computers, uh, install something. Uh, uh, or manage users and so on using the novel network. Uh, network. Uh, and where and you so worked? Uh, still in. I started as a, uh, in uh, the social insurance company. Okay. Uh, this Zeus in Poland. So the, and after like two years, I moved to a, a Delphi automotive company. Uh, the, like the name similar to to Delphi, Borland Delphi. Okay. But, <laughs> it's a different company. It was where they were producing uh, wires for for uh, automobiles. Okay, and this was in your area, right? 
yeah, in my area, and it was like uh, 20 kilometers from, from here. So that was like the fir first professional uh, IT job when I started using my, uh, I still was a network engineer. Uh, but Novell is I interesting. Like... I also uh, worked with Novell, and the reason being is because as I started as a uh, Java programmer, there was a small company, and they uh, they were like Novell partner, and they always wanted you know me to use Novell. And what I one of my of the first projects at the beginning, I used the NDS Novell Directory Services NDS. Yeah. And there was exactly. a Java binding, and uh, you could access NDS from Java. And I just remember there were no a really strange string strings there. So it was not like a real string, like a sixteen bit or byte string or whatever. So it was not that easy to program the stuff. And actually. Because of NDS, I think we got LDAP. So the um, Novell was really behind, you know, the directory services. And back then, NDS and Novell was really huge behind um, behind uh, uh, printers, right? So they, they they managed the printers and uh, the the whole hierarchy. Yeah, so that's what I remember, right? And exactly uh, and they were huge in Java. So you could run uh, Java on NetVIA on this uh, operating system from 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 exactly. Novell. So fun effect. And back then. We indirectly communicated with the guy from Novell. It he was CTO, and now he's at Google. I, I forgot his name. I have to remember. And uh, he's the main guy at, uh, at Google. He was uh, he was uh, still chair. Uh, I have to look it up. Uh, but he was oh. actually he was a CTO back then. This was 1995, 1996, and uh, he was a big uh, Java proponent at Novell. This is what I remember. That, that's also a funny thing because that's why I started learning Java. Ah, <laughs> because. Okay. <laughs> because of this work, of uh, I discovered that I can use like or connect with NDS with uh, normal directory services using Java because those very hard for other languages like even for Borland Delphi, Delphi to use or Pascal to use uh, uh, these services, and that's why I discovered Java. Okay, I I, I able to use Java to to connect to to network to do some stuff with network, so with uh, with NDS. So that's why I started learning Java. It was like. Well, I've uh, fallen in love in Java, so <laughs> uh, yeah. So very similar setup uh, as for you. Very interesting. And the guy is called Eric Schmidt. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, I forgot. So he was at at that time at Novell, and we almost al um, almost met them in a project. And now, of course, he's a famous guy at, from from Google. But back then, he was behind Novell and the Java stuff actually at Novell. Yeah, I was very close to Novel Polska, Poland, Novel Poland at uh, that time as well. I was presenting some stuff and so on. And uh, also, funny fact, because you're a Novel guy, uh, in German we had a huge conference, it was called Systems in Munich. You know that back then? Oh, it was a, really, really big back then. Now it's, I think it doesn't even exist. It was. Uh, it was that big that there was actually traffic jam on the at the highways, you know. So and and this was more like uh, kind of it was not developer exactly. There was like you know everyone who wanted to 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 do something with IT was at, at the conference, and we to together with Novell had to do a demo and I hacked a few nights, you know, the NDS with Java, and I knew Java back then, but NDS was not easy. I remember. It was really hard, you know, to write objects, read objects. It was not that easy. It was not like you would imagine it's just a hash map or tree. <laughs> I, 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 I spent really a whole night to write something and read from it. It was not, it was not obvious what, what, what happens there. And I got, you know, all the nice CDs from NetWare with the SDKs yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah, the red 
stuff. Okay, so interesting. Exactly. So yeah, I got the, I got the same stuff as well because we have been uh, buying some stuff from Novel and they were sending lots of, of CDs <laughs> with SDKs and, and so on. Yeah, it was very hard to pick. I remember it was, but. It was the only option then to use NDS from uh, from programming language. Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. I thought I was uh, I was the first to use this Java. I thought usually you would use C or whatever. Yeah, you uh, yeah you could use C as well. Yeah, but okay. it was, uh, even more hard. Yeah, okay. This, this is what I was sorry. Okay. <laughs> so that's actually great. So properly, yeah, you spend your time in Poland and I'm in Germany at the same time, and we hacked together on Novell, you know, without knowing from each other. Yeah, yeah and we exactly. did very similar things. I had to store, I remember, users, groups, and all the stuff because we built a CMS system, kind of, like an like a e-commerce system with CMS background, and we stored the entire CMS configuration and the um, e-commerce stuff in the NDS. Because... This was a commercial product? Because I remember I was in some conference and there were, there were a guy presenting some CMS stuff based on NDS. And it was like, wow, it's possible to do such crazy stuff with, with NDS, not just, you know, boring stuff with users and, yeah. and groups. <laughs> it was supposed to be a commercial, and they even sell, sold licenses to various companies. And funny fact is, I was the only Java guy, the freelancer, and the other guy was a freelancing uh, Oracle guru, right? He was really guided at optimizing uh, oracles. And together, we, we wrote actually the system. There were some other developers later, but at the beginning, we started. And, and what's cool then is, it is new economy, right? The first thing would happen is, uh, the, uh, the CTO from the company, or CEO, I don't even know, he bought an entire building at the airport Munich. And I say, why, why we need a building? You know, we are, we are two freelancers. I mean, and, and it was basically empty, but he wanted to have a building at the airport Munich. And then he wanted to expand to India. It's like, look, I mean, we are two guys. Not, I, I don't like to go to India, you know. Uh, we are happy here. No, no, we have to expand. We have to grow, right? And in the end, and the cool story is then we're entire, um, entire, um, not building, entire level in the building dedicated to marketing. And the people just wrote, you know, the marketing materials for our software, but they didn't talk to us. So what we built, they actually didn't know what we actually doing, right? And, and they sold stuff, which I, I, I saw, you know, the magazines, that's just crazy that actually <laughs> something like this exists. And, um, and um, the last funny fact, because back then, you remember Synchronize and Final, right? Synchronize Final. Mm -hmm. So, um, and this, uh, remember, this is still there. But back then, with the servlets, right? <laughs> with the servlets. Yeah. <laughs> with the servlets. Um, if you use synchronize and final, back then it was slower. Measurably slower. Yeah. yeah, with the old JDKs. And, but it was correct. And our software was multi-threaded. And I suspected we have a, a, a concurrency back. So I did the do get and do post method from the servlet, synchronize final. And to see immediately the difference, I wrote a version, the version of our, of my, the name was JShop, was the product name. Maybe there was a, a, a official name, but JShop was our name for the for the product. So I had to know the first version was like 1.0.sf, like synchronized final. And the marketing department uh, was asked by a client, what is SF? And the market, marketing department didn't know, and they said, this is the San Francisco edition. And, and back then, right, there was a San Francisco framework, you remember, from IBM. And, and yeah, this was yeah. a huge, there are books about that, you know, integration San Francisco framework. Everyone was mad, you know, wanted to have this San Francisco framework integration. And they came to us and they asked us, you know, uh, where is this San Francisco framework integration? It's like, what are you talking about, San Francisco? I had no idea what you are talking. Yeah, there is a, what is the SF? It's like synchronized final. It's like, now we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we had to build yeah. a kind of San Francisco. This was these days, you know. This was what are crazy times. I said, either I'm crazy. This is why I'm probably one guy freelancer because I never understood the idea of growing. And you know what? This was like for me, it was crazy back then. <laughs> and I think yeah, the building is still there. Cool. I would have to visit the building because I'm really curious what's inside the building right now. Because back then I was never in the building actually, and the other guy yeah. was oh. once there, and they did you know all the networking stuff, but I don't. I think then the 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 company get bankrupt. I think. Okay, this was my you know this was the novel time, my novel time, and uh, funny you 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 spent similar. It was in Poland crazy as this. No, right? It was not this craziness. Not this, but you know that time the novel was the only solution for networks. To be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. IP, yeah, right? They, they 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 were able to do IP, right? Which was not possible. Yeah, in exactly. Ninety-five. This was the big deal back then. Exactly. So so the beginning of the the end of the nineties, it was like all the time novel stuff, and and yeah, then was like uh, Windows NT, Windows two thousand took okay. over the whole the whole market. Yeah. So and. Yeah. So cool. So so what what it means is that you are actually network expert. So now you can easily configure the firewall on Linux, right? <laughs> IP, IP, IP tables not problem no. for you, right? Just you fire no, up no, no, a VI. And... No, no. <laughs> I don't think so. It's, I mean, it, it, it will always be a problem. I, I don't know. This this time is changing so so quick. So yeah. I have no idea how to conf configure this this IP table and all this stuff. Even I, I know what I, what I'm talking about about well, there is a routing, there is a network and interfaces, yeah. but still it's complicated. Every three years I build my own server. And uh, IP tables I got, so now I'm able, you know, to configure IP tables somehow that is working. And then IP tables and SE Linux came, you know, and this is hell on earth. If you have both at the same machine, <laughs> I mean, it's highly secure, <laughs> but you cannot communicate with the machine because it's just, okay. Uh, nice. So uh, you learned Java with NDS, right? Yeah. And which IDE you used back then? You remember that? <sighs> JBuilder? Yeah, I think JBuilder. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that was the other option. Yeah. Then. Yeah, I think so. JDK one yeah. one, I think, back then. One or, or even one point two, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, it was very, one of the earliest versions. Yeah, uh, these days I think it was one one. This is also what I used the first uh, SDK from Novell. It was one one, and uh, I started with one zero actually. One one was the first, and I really liked one one because there was one one eight which came with the JIT, and this was huge performance boost. And JDK 1.2 was for me bloated <laughs> because <laughs> this 1.1.8 was like 5 megs on disk and and 1.2 was uh, way larger. And uh, but yeah, but it came with Swing and all the stuff. And uh, yeah, so you stick with Java from then? Yeah, not really just Java because I was just then uh, starting interesting about uh, using uh, as a web application. So mm -hmm. I was like learning PHP, mm -hmm. do some new discovery. And even we wrote a huge uh, system to, to monitor production mm -hmm. using PHP uh, because it was, it was very easy to display something on 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 a web page yeah, with PHP. With Java, it was very complicated. Yeah, basically, using Java servers to to have like large uh, web page was like oh, what the hell? It was a lot of work to do. Yeah, but you had to use CGI back then, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And this is my this this was actually uh, my my way way other way around. The only thing I knew was Java, and then I got approached by the company to build the CMS, and they asked me about Perl or C or PHP. I said I have no idea what it is, PHP or Perl, and then I found that CGI is slow and insecure. I said, okay, uh, yeah. we could do this, but uh, I I will you know this is insecure and, and slow. We could just use Java, and I know about servlets, and what I forgot is that there were no servers for the servlets. 
So what I remember is at Sylvester, yeah, at, at the Sylvester of a year, 1998, I think, Java Web Server came out. So I waited yeah. with, my with my credit card. It cost 400 euro. No, De uh, Deutschmark, uh, um, 400. So I waited with a credit, mark, uh, credit card to download the Java Web Server from Sun and then started coding because my deadline was like in January or February. So, uh, so this was I was probably one of the first, you know, Java Web Server users back then, and and how to use it was crazy because it came with one jar. There was no class path, so um, we had to talk to Oracle. So what I did is, of course, I, I uh, you know I extracted Oracle drivers and extracted the, the other jars and then merged them together and it worked. So um, and I was then the wizard because you know I, I had a deep knowledge how to integrate with Oracle <laughs> <laughs> just by by combining two jars, right? Okay. Yeah. So and, and you stick with PHP? Uh, it was like for some time we have been using it a lot, and then we discovered some like you know. PHP had some limits, and we started using the, again Java and GSP, JavaScript pages. But then I discovered Struts. <laughs> you know, those are the first framework, it was 2001 or something, 2002. Yeah. And you studied actually informatic computer science, or we just uh, was network engineer who became what you yeah, did? I started as a as a. To be honest, uh, I was uh, automotive engineer. <laughs> okay. I supposed to fix your car. <laughs> so, right so, so you had uh, like uh, how to call it? Uh, you don't have a university degree? No, I have, but uh, I started as a as a as a so, uh, you know uh, car engineer. Yeah. Then I discovered robotics, robots, and, and stuff like that, and I was okay. This is cool stuff. But how you I discovered program... that? I mean, how, how uh, you? Because there was uh, some. We have some uh, after uh, after uh, hours uh, labs that you can participate for free. And there was like the huge laboratory of robots, you know, in the 1990. It was like, impossible. And then I was discovering, like, okay. there was another hobby I was discovering. Yeah. But, but, so but I have to say, I am now located in Bavaria. We have lots of car uh, garages, but no one has a robot. <laughs> <laughs> so where you were in Silicon Valley or what? No, no, no. It was, no you know, this, this uh, production robots to, to, to assemble a car, for example, yeah, yeah? the huge oh, one. Yeah? You work for car assembly company? Uh, no, it was on the university, on the, on the uh, polytechnic. Ah, so you studied uh, car engineering. Yeah, I started as a car engineer, but there was this lab with robots, so I could participate. Ah, in nice. This, okay. So then I discovered robots, and then I discovered that there's a programming language to, to program those robots. And then I discovered, okay, so maybe I should start programming, start learning, uh, start studying uh, to be software engineer. <laughs> so after two years, I switched to be to be a software engineer and study. Uh, mm -hmm. Right, it's KUKA Robots. Program. You know KUKA company? Okay. KUKA. K-O-O-K-R. This is like German KUKA production robots. is like market leader. Because I knew that KUKA did lots of Java. No, which which brand the robots were? So no, I'm interested, but no, no. It, it, as I said, I, that was my my career as mm -hmm. a as a to become a software programmer, software engineer. Yes, because I started as a, as I said as a as a car engineer. Then I was like uh, studying for a year robotics, and then I okay maybe I should just start studying programming languages and so on. That's so you and you studied sec the second time or just yeah. I switched to a different uh, you know uh, uh, okay branch department. okay okay yeah. so and you studied in Krakow in Krakow yeah in Krakow 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's nice city with the dragon. Yeah, nice city with dragon with the castle. <laughs> yeah, well. I, I talk with a lots of conference organizers, and I always ask them why you don't name your conference Dragon Con for something. <laughs> I would absolutely use the dragon, you know, as something. This is just because otherwise your conference is like you know all the others conferences worldwide. But the dragon is like actually it's this crazy story with the dragon. You have you know the the the, the stories that did some research in Wikipedia, and there is a kind of a dungeon with the with the dragon, you know, below the yeah. the castle so it's actually crazy and and you have the actual dragon like a sculpture which spits fire which is yeah, uh, exactly. also interesting lots, lots of tourists, tourists visit this place because it's like iconic stuff this is actually a nice story so car engineer robots and then uh, <laughs> software engineering and uh, yeah. i wanted to do actually a uh, very also similar story to yours so uh, i wanted to do uh, cybernetics it was called but the cybernetics were robots and but the problem I had, there were no robots in my area, right? So uh, I had, uh, so I started uh, software engineering, and then at one point of time, I've, I, I, I uh, just took a look at the robots, but the programming was not that exciting. So I lost interest in the robots because it was more like primitive, basic what I saw, or, or for Siemens, you know, the programming language which was not that exciting. So I mean, this is just pragmatic language to to control robots. So I lost uh, complete interest in robots. Uh, I have to say. Um, okay, so um, where? So uh, after the novel time PHP, and then you discovered Struts One, which I also did, uh, <laughs> because uh, in my my e-commerce stuff, I wrote uh, servlets, which was the front controller. This was the Struts pattern, right? And then uh, we had uh, there were no action classes. We had Java beans, and the Java beans had uh, we serialized them on disk actually in Novel in NDS. And uh, in the Java beans, there were co- the entire configuration was stored in the Java beans, which was used by the servlet. And the servlet forwarded the uh, the um, the requests to our own processors or action classes, which were uh, responsible for displaying this. And uh, they forward, of course, to JSPs. And JSPs were just the templates, right? So this was the, we built this by ourselves. And of course, transactions is everything by ourselves. Then EJBs came out, and I say, okay, why we need EJBs already works already in our system. So, um, but then uh, I, uh, I I became so at the beginning or what I did, I spent you know uh, a large amount of time for one client, and then I got asked from different companies, and and then if the time is fragmented. It's over. You cannot just spend too much time in one project because you do everything in parallel. And I had no time, you know, to reinvent the wheel every time. So I couldn't just, you know, implement the same software over and over again. And then I discovered Struts, Struts 1. And um, I really like that. So actually, it worked for me. It was really perfect. Actually, I wrote, uh, actually, you described it in one of my books, uh, Struts 1 with the backends. And then if you use Struts 1, then EJBs make sense because they control transactions for you, so you can just use them from outside. Yeah. So I combined Struts 1 with uh, EJBs uh, in a pragmatic way, and I really had Struts. And uh, you use Struts in your projects then, right? Yeah, we start using Struts because he, you know, uh, writing uh, pure JSPs was like complicated stuff. There was no templating, <coughs> mm-hmm. basically. So that's, what, that's why we started using Struts and using Tiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we were able to control to to. But this was later with tiles, right? So tiles. Yeah, but it was like I think it was, I started with one point two or one point one. I don't remember exactly. You know, it, it wasn't the very first version of Strat. It was yeah. like the the tiles one, uh, and we 
start like writing our our uh, system to monitor production to use to use Java to use uh, Strat as a front end. Uh, there was a lot of uh, Java stuff at the back end that was performance of calculation and so on. And I I think this <coughs> this this system is working till day till today. So yeah, what what, what um, was it? What do you build with Strat one? It was internal. It was internal application for for the for the uh, shop floor. Okay. To monitor production, so there, there, uh, 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 some people were entering some data, and was able to to calculate some predicate, uh, some prognose, uh, how the production will, will go, oh. what is missing, and so on. So it was like, uh, <clears throat> it was uh, automotive company, so there was lots lots of components to to build a wire, mm -hmm. uh, to to harnesses, yeah, to build harnesses, and and uh, so you need to know. Which which of the stuff you order before you start production and so on. So this was like very simple stuff, but a huge amount of data. Yeah, uh, this is what, what uh, is called today uh, manufacturing execution system MES, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, actually, some of my pro current projects are in this area. So uh, still the same problem. You know, the robots are working like crazy, and we have received all the data and store as as quickly as possible. And if something goes wrong, we have to immediately recognize what went wrong. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you built so something so with Struts, amazing, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, yeah because it was internal application, uh, web application, because it was uh, first with Ford about using some, I don't know, Windows based application, but we discovered that this is not the option, especially for some, that there, there was different uh, Windows version, like yeah. 5, Windows 2000, and it was very hard to like fit all the all the, all the, all the configurations, so we decided, okay, let's use web browser, it works everywhere the same, yeah. so we don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. And it was even <clears throat> nice that people start using from uh, from outside. Mm -hmm. So because there was just international company, uh, so quite often there was some uh, there were some visitors from uh, from other uh, factories or from all brands, and they were very like to see it and they, they see all the data in every place. Yeah, you don't have to be in your behind your computer to, to see the data, you could just open a browser, log into a, a application and say, okay, this is the current status, so we can do it. Mm -hmm. So it was, people liked it, uh, how it worked. And uh, was it on Tomcat, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> on Tomcat. Yeah, the only proper container. You remember Chicksaw? So? As my early research, because the Java web server was not available, I, I tried to find something with servlets. And what I found is the Chicksaw servlet engine. And uh, I just remember the name. And um, recently I did some research for a keynote. And um, I found the Chicksaw. And this is from W3C Consortium. Oh. And uh, we tested this back then. And it's still available. You can download the Chicksaw. So uh, I will just uh, test it because I'm really curious what they will actually start. But uh, the, the, the Chicksaw is a servlet engine from W3C. So I thought this is Apache project. It isn't. It is a W3C. Exactly. Well, we have been using Tomcat a lot. Yeah. We have been trying to use uh, Glassfish. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's yes. much later. I mean, I, I yeah, think we are in 2005 we... probably now. Yeah, something like that. I think first we tried with JBoss. Mm -hmm. But it was huge, too complicated. Then mm -hmm. the the glass came out, and we started trying to play with glassfish. Yeah, but then I was uh, fired. <laughs> and oh, somebody. because of glassfish? <laughs> no. <laughs> so why? Uh, of 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 it. Uh, uh, they are they were changing the this, uh, how it's called now. They were rebuilding the structure of the company, and okay. it was a lot of IT stuff was outsourced to to India to, to some other good stuff. So, 
This even happens in Poland, so I thought this was... Uh, but uh, what I assume, now it's everything backsourced, right? They find out it's really hard to work remotely, and now you have uh, IT guys again, right? Or not? I don't know. Probably yes, because uh, yeah. they, need, they need some guys that will be installing and uh, configuring your PC computer, yeah? So I <laughs> so okay. need to do it. Okay. So, um, okay, so what happens after that? So, uh, so you, uh, after this project, you did these struts work? And yeah, yeah, that, that, that was also a good thing because uh, my next, uh, then I, was, because then, uh, I was a proper employee, and then I start, uh, after this uh, change in my professional life, I started my, uh, as, a, as a freelancer. Okay. So I moved to Warsaw to a uh, Danish company, and I work for them for a huge bank from Denmark, and they have been using Strat as well. So okay. <laughs> I fit fit very well in, in the, the requirements. So I spent like three years there. We met quite often, to, to to be honest. You have been visiting Warsaw a few times. There was this Netbeans days. Do okay. you remember this? Yeah. You have been traveling around the Poland, around the Europe, with uh, presenting Netbeans. Yeah. And we met. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, we, few times we met you know, during the conferences in Warsaw or in Gdańsk. Yeah, uh, I was uh, in Warsaw. Netbeans says I'm not sure. I was in uh, yeah in Gdańsk and in Poznan. Yeah, probably yeah, in Gdańsk. So, uh, uh, but I remember I was in Warsaw, in Gdańsk, and a few other places. So then, a very short story about Netbeans days because uh, in Poznan and in Gdańsk because uh, there was the Heritian Vilenga. And yeah. another Polish guy, uh, both work for uh, some ecosystem, and he told me, not a problem, you know, come to Posen, uh, deliver the talk, and then we have a car, they had a car, and we can go to Gdańsk. And I said, okay, uh, we can do this. But they had no idea, no, about how to go to Gdańsk. And this was before before Google Maps. And Hertian had uh, already a um, cellular phone, but the problem was uh, the bandwidth was so slow that we only... So, you know, the, the street and, and a dot, nothing else. And we just, you know, we, we always told, you know, the, I think the Polish guy, the name was Karol, I think. Say, so, hey, Karol, uh, follow the green dot. And and and, uh, and he drove like crazy. He was, uh, the, the Polish guy, uh, uh, it was like kamikaze drive, you know. He, he, he didn't care. So always overtook everything, right? And I said, okay, we, we, we have no idea where we are, no where we are going and, and it is no problem you know no problem so okay no problem and and then and then we were in Gdańsk so I delivered the, the other talk okay but I had no idea that we that we met that this actually yeah yeah I remember you from 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 those days uh, yeah uh, during uh, this time Warsaw was quite active for me I was a member of uh, Java user group okay. in Warsaw this was yeah. where I was I was Java user group invited and delivered a talk yeah, as well. and yeah. then we were together in a bar it, it was like the uh, Polish uh, comic or something like this. It was like the uh, two Polish guys. It was called. Uh, it was like it was like a Polish tale bar, with uh, you know, it, like a comic. You know what a comic is? Mm -hmm. And there was a Polish comic, and the bar was uh, named after that because I asked, "What is it?" And they said, "Okay, everyone knows that." Okay. This was like uh, Bolek or some, I, someone. I don't uh, remember. Uh, okay, <laughs> and that, and and we were spent some time there. Yeah, Warsaw was always nice. So it was a few times in Warsaw, but a lot in Krakow. I think I spent most time in Krakow, and uh, in Gdańsk actually. So, mm -hmm. and the next time, I just I wanted to go to Gdańsk to Infoshare. No, Infoshare. Yeah. Gdańsk in university. I was invited to a university. And the pilot says, unfortunately, uh, there is a fog in Gdańsk. We cannot land. But it's not a problem. We will land in Posen. And I was alone. I said, again, in Posen. Forget it, right? 
I land in Posen and they say, no problem, we'll organize the buses. And I ask, hey, uh, how long will it take? And they say, we don't even know who to ask. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I got, then I got a taxi driver and uh, I, uh, there was a huge, uh, how to call it, um, huge queue of taxis. So I asked the last guy, look, I have to go to Gdańsk really fast. And the guy told me, I never, I never left uh, Posen so far. I had no idea <laughs> how to do it right now. He was, he was like an older guy at the highway. You had to, to pay something, you know, the toll at the, at the yeah, highway. Yeah. And there was like a box. So he left the car and tried to talk to the box. And I say, look, this, this is how it works. Justin, don't give the money to the box and it will go. You know, this was like, he, he, he was already, uh, yeah, this was crazy. I have to, to if we meet somewhere, I will, I will tell you the, the entire story. Uh, he couldn't go too fast with the taxi on the highway because uh, he had like the taxi sign was attached to the roof via magnets. And he said, if we go over 90, we will lose the sign. And I say, I don't care. Then we have to put off the sign because I'm, I have to really go to the university, right? Yes. And, and, the, and he said, okay. But then uh, he, he, he was afraid of cross, you know, there was a line, a straight line on the street. So we cannot cross the line. It's like, okay, then we have to wait until the line stops and then we will just stop, right? Okay. And this was a cemetery. So we drove with the car to the cemetery at night. And we try to detach his sign, you know, to this, to this car. So I think this is, a, we could do a movie about this journey, you know, from, and the professor from university gave the introduction. I was still in the car and I told the professor via cellular phone what he has to do, you know, so I told a little bit about dependency injection and whatever. And I came in and I was like, okay, okay, okay. When do you come? He was already, so this was a nice, twice. So it happens to be twice. Yeah. And that now it won't, won't happen anymore because dice got the radars or whatever. So now they can always land. Back then, you know, if there was fog, the uh, airplanes couldn't land in, in Danzig. This was the, yeah. this was the problem. Yeah. Funny story. So you remember me, old stuff. I didn't knew that we actually met. Um, yeah, okay. I, know, I was just participating in your, in your talks though. So, so no, it wasn't like a close friend or something. Yeah. So, but I remember you that you have been quite cool. active in Poland. <laughs> Yes, still I am, but remotely right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like and, <laughs> else. and um okay, cool. So what was the, the next project then? So we are already in present day, right? So you were uh, yeah. in Warsaw, then you I, work for the Dutch bank. Yeah, and then I um, uh, uh, met guys that I'm working with this day. Uh they 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 just started a small company software mill. Uh, it was like six of us, <laughs> okay. so I decided, okay, I, I will, I will, I will leave the bank and will start start working with you. Uh, but then I went back to home, to my home city, uh, hometown, uh, and I was able to work rem remotely because they decided to the company would be fully remote from the very beginning. So there was no office, nothing like that. So everybody was working remotely. And, you know, I was working in Java, there was a lot of projects in Java, uh, I was doing some stuff for for uh, uh, guys from Australia, it oh. was about the monitoring system, uh, okay. based on, you know, there was this project for from JBoss to, you, you, to discover the dialing tones. That was, really? Yeah, <laughs> really. We were able to connect it to, to your uh, telephone center. Uh, uh, not how it's called this this, this stuff with phones. Uh, the, 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 the controller stuff from the t phone. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And we were able to like communicate through this. That that the ah, back then it was, it was huge. Wait a second. Not only JBoss. I remember everyone because back yeah, then it was uh, you could program the stuff 
from um, I remember that everyone was excited yeah. about that that you actually program the the whole uh, system the, the the phone system yeah and this was a name for it you're right yeah that was so from Jamus was for free so that's why we have been using J this 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 uh, Jamus stuff uh, it was a bit complicated <laughs> to set up but it was not SIP you're not talking about SIP you're talking about the SIP is a session initiation protocol. This was voice over IP. It's not that, right? No, not that one. But that, at the same time, it was also popular. This was popular yeah. and the, and the you know, routing. Yeah, exactly. The, so you were like to, to, to program your whole uh, structure by calling by, or by uh, just typing proper numbers and so on. You are able to send your SMS, short messages or email that someone is entering your room, mm -hmm. your, your house or something like that. It never started, to be honest. Uh, it was always like... Uh, preparation and I don't know then I will just switch to other projects so I have no idea if they finish the product or not but the software yeah, but the company the, 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 this was the company be behind Hibernate Enverse right? no? Uh, you know, one of the of the uh, of the uh, creator of the company yeah Adam Varsky created uh, Enverse wow he was J Jim Boss, J Boss employer that time before they started the company. Oh, I didn't knew that. I only knew that that the software mill. I always, uh, if I saw software mill, I knew that someone will talk about Enverse, which was a thing because it was uh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, you are also yeah, the founder, or you are just employee of the company, or I am just employee. Okay, but you started at the at the very beginning, or oh, this, like three months after, you okay. know. <laughs> They started in, in February and I joined in, in October, something like that. And how big, big is the company is it now? This is uh, large? around 60 people. Oh, okay. They are almost too large. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Maybe. You know, it's, there's the 40 something developers and, you know, they have to have administration stuff and so yeah, okay. on because you know, it's not that easy yeah, at that mm -hmm. level of company yeah. to have just developers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and the, the beginning was like like a startup, I would say, six people trying to, to <laughs> code something. Okay. So, um, okay. So, and, and in one point of time, you, you contributed some code to Struts or what's the story behind? Struts 1 or? Yeah. It's to, it, no, it was Struts 2. Uh, uh, I started interesting such story uh, when I was working for the Delphi uh, automotive company. Okay. Uh, I was exploring uh, new possibilities because uh, the such was uh, new stuff on the market. Uh, and but I changed the company, changed moved to Warsaw. Uh, I started to like uh, interesting in, in helping with this open source stuff, mm -hmm. like contributing some some patches and so on. And they just asked me to, if I want to join the the, the, the the community, the Apache community. Why so, you were so inter <laughs> interested in contributed code? This is always interests me. So why? I mean, because usually this is painful. You know, you do something and you get rejected or whatever. So it's a, the the risks are high, and. Uh, so what was your motivation to contribute the code or how you got the idea that it's even possible to contribute the code? I don't know. I don't, I don't really exactly remember why, why I did that because I discovered that I, I can fix that. Okay. And okay why, 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 not, why not share the, the, uh, my discovery? So I'm okay. Part. This makes sense. I think, I, I, think I, said I did the same thing for NetDeeds. I prepared one or two oh. patches for, for NetDeeds. They, uh, they were accepted. So I was okay, cool. Why not? So it was like, you know, small stuff, small things that I was able to fix because I accepted that. So I did 
this is what I get. So this is also what I try sometimes to do. Uh, to to if I find a bug, try to to submit it. At, I would say the chances are 50-50 that it actually gets accepted because I <laughs> sometimes you know I don't uh, I forgot about the formatting or whatever. So you have to you know to follow the rules. Otherwise, of course, this is how it works. But yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, if you if you have a bug, of course. So this is what they also did in project. We actually ha had to even. So uh, if you found found a bug, you have to contribute it back because otherwise, in the next version, you get the same problem, right? So yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the funny thing that we have been using uh, Struts two, we have been using Struts one, but I was contributing to Struts two, <laughs> so uh, maybe I was contributing. No. What is the major oh. difference between Struts one and Struts two? It's totally different framework, to be honest. It's like, uh, uh, do you remember there was a web 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 work? Exactly. This is this. Uh, what I what I what I was curious. So, um, how I found you now, right? Because we are talking, <laughs> and I invited you to the to the show. Um, someone mentioned Struts in the um, in the uh, EHXFM podcast. And I remember then exactly what I told you right now, you know, in my past with the uh, building a web framework and the struts. And I was curious whether the struts is still around. And um, I found it's like, it's, and then I went to the struts page and it looked actually nice. So Apache struts looked fresh and, and, and modern. Okay, so this, is, this is interesting. And then went to GitHub and what I tend to do is yeah, I took at the committer list. And I found that you actually, one guy is very active, it's called Luke. Yeah, right <laughs> and uh and uh and found that he contributes lots of stuff and i say this is actually curious so why someone is still maintaining struts and what's the idea behind and then i i i i check out the very first commit and was interested to know what happened then and there was the reference to web work so the very first commit from struts if you go back on github you will find that it's actually a contribution from web work framework yeah. back then mm -hmm. Exactly, because uh, uh, Strats wa uh, there was some break from the Strats one. Some co uh, some uh, guys left uh, the, the community. Okay, and tell us the story. How Strats two happened, if you know it. This would be interesting, you know. Uh, as far as I know, it was uh, like this: that the guys just uh, said, "Okay, the Strats one is okay, but it's supposed to be." Then you know there was a lot of this dependence inside Strats uh, one. Mm -hmm. You have these active beans, these forms, and and. Always connected, yeah. So they said, okay, this is too complicated. It's supposed to be simple. And they, that's why that they invented or, or, or uh, developed web work. Mm -hmm. So basically, web work uh, two is starts two. So it was like they just uh, move it around and just at the end they contributed the whole code to Apache back and. and so they were actually uh, actually the same committers from Struts one, and they renamed that to Webwork, and then got the idea to do Struts two, right? Yeah, something like that, basically. Yeah, and then the, at the end they, they discovered, okay, we should contribute back to the, to Apache to to cover all the stuff. And Webwork was used by Jira, to be honest. Ah. It still is. Jira is using a lot. Uh, okay. Webwork. They have even their own version of Struts. If you will check the. Maybe the repository will notice that there is a special uh, Atlassian versions of Strats. Okay, uh, we try to contribute something which breaks Jira down, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's the, the final story because uh, at some point I uh, like occurred to me that I am uh, developing some stuff contributing to Strats too, that is used by like large companies, yeah, like Jira, mm -hmm. or but I thought Jira and by some bands from so, and so other companies. Even uh, I think Sony was using uh, Sony Europe was using Strats to for mm -hmm. the 
their assistant because I, I got some emails from them. Uh, so it was like, okay, uh, by my mistake, I can like you know ruin life of other users. So <laughs> I need to be more like to take care of what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I would see it is differently. So what how I see it is that you're contributing your leisure and your time, and the other other companies can use your stuff for free. If I yeah. were Atlassian and Sony, <laughs> I would send you some at least some swag, you know. Some if you're so Atlassian, if you are listening, you know, send Lucas uh, t-shirts or whatever you have. Uh, I don't I don't know whether you're interested in free Jira, Jira license, <laughs> but <laughs> let's say whatever you have, send this to Lucas, right? And Sony is also even better. So if you have a small, huge, I don't know, plasma TV or whatever, right, it could be usable. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care, but you know, it's still funny for me to to work with with this code. To this is I'm I'm Scala developer mostly. Yeah, I'm not using Java in my commercial project. Oh really? Uh -huh. Yeah. So yeah, that's. And I thought I you think... are. I, I thought you are a nice guy, right? And now you come out with Scala. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the requirement of the market. So if mm -hmm. I have a project in Scala, I will use Scala. Uh, so. But I would like to be still connected with Java Awards. That's why I think also using uh, contributing to Strats, it's like, okay, I can still use Java. I can still learn uh, new stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. that. What I don't understand, why Strats 1 was not improved? Why they had to create a completely new framework? Were there some mistakes in design or what, what was the problem back then? Or, or why web work is a lot better than Strats 1? I don't know exactly because I wasn't, as I said, I'll join it. Uh, but you know both, right? You know Struts 1 and Struts 2. So, I mean, is the Struts 2 a way better than Struts 1 from the. Concept? I think, yes. It's, okay. it's easier to, 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 like, uh, to start with. You don't have to have like, a huge configuration, basically two files, and you can just start doing stuff. So, so uh, let's say no... I get, I have an array with, uh, let's say, Pojo's first name and last name, which is returned by a method from the backend. And I would like to display in a list how what I had to do with Struts 2 briefly. In, in nicer design, not just no hacking, but rather so really <laughs> like a Pojo and a controller, all the parts. So really preparing for a serious project. So how the yeah, architecture would look like in Struts 2. You just need an action, which yeah. is a Pojo, yeah. basically, yeah. with getter and setter, or just with getter because you don't want to update yeah. it stuff with one method execute mm -hmm. which is supposed to return string mm -hmm. uh, and the string is the, is the name of the uh, result defined in strats xml mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the result can be a jsp file or it can be free marker uh, uh, script whatever uh, there is support for few uh, and then in jsp if you will you just jsp you just need to use a strat stack that will from attributes and basically that's it that's and how you get the access to the to the pojo with the two fields in the uh, by this action by this action the uh, action returns action, that or, or stories in their context action to expose to expose that po that that token okay. by a get mm -hmm. yeah so you have an action that somehow is consuming this uh, this uh, pojo from the backend mm -hmm. and is exposing as a as a as a value object as a directly depending on the what exactly is this pojo so and this JSP can access the tag, can access action, and like read from this from this uh, the action. Mm -hmm. This is uh, this concept of stacks of stack action stack. We put stuff on the on the stack, and uh, tags can consume from that stack. Okay. So, so the stack were not available in Struts One, would I remember? But the action yeah, the execute yeah. was very similar. Yeah, it's the, yeah. This is very similar stuff, but uh, there's some kind some 
margin differences like the stack concept values it's called value stack <laughs> okay do you remember uh, do, are you aware of the jakarta mvc project or java mvc model yeah 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 i remember there was something like that Kutstrats, oh, okay you just remember i hope you you know a little bit <laughs> the api but uh, what would interesting whether strats 2 could be another implementation of the mvc stuff right because it's one of the apis mm -hmm. yeah i was thinking about that uh, i don't remember if someone, uh, someone sent me an email mm -hmm. about that but I have no details to be honest, not involved with that. And in the action from Struts 2, uh, does the dependency injection work inside? You know that? Yeah, you can use Spring. Uh, there's an internal, uh, the funny fact is that there's an internal uh, injection injection mechanism. Uh, it's a pre juice uh, oh, version. Okay. Yeah, you, you know that uh, it was cra uh, it's Crazy Bob. He's, he's, crazy he's, Bob Lee. Exactly. Yeah, he, exactly. He created uh, Juice, and Juice was the reference implementation for at inject JSR three thirty together with Rod Johnson. Not to forget. Yeah, and uh, this like, pre alpha version is in Stats too. One question to you, because uh, you know Spring as well, right? Not very bad, very good these days. Okay, because uh, I also not, but uh, what 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 I know is a little bit of history that the crazy Bob Lee together with Rod Johnson in a shortest amount of time created the at inject. And the Jews used this at inject framework. So there was at inject singleton, and uh, J2E was already done, or Java E6, and they had own annotations and they changed the annotations afterwards to conform to the standard. So uh, at the end, you know, this Java E6 is based actually on Spring dependency injection, or Juice dependency injection was created by Johnson Bob Lee. But what I wanted to ask you it seems like Spring itself doesn't use these annotations anymore. So they use uh, they they don't use a lot of at inject. What I I reviewed one project recently, a Spring Boot project, and 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 couldn't find the at inject annotation, which would be strange because you know the entire point was to standardize the dependency injection for Spring, and now we I use it all the time in Java E and MicroProfile, but I assume Spring uses different annotations. But you don't know about that, right? No, I don't know. Okay, this is why we are supporting Spring as a. Uh, injection mechanism on CDI as well. You also supporting CDI? Yeah, yeah. Okay, CDI, Spring, uh, Juice, I think that's true. Yeah, the important. So you can use whatever you want. Yeah, you can inject the, 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 this bit into your action, and or even the action can be fully controlled by. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and 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 the contributions you do for Struts too. Is this like fun, or you have to do this, or yeah, fun? No, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Basically, it's fun. You know it. Uh, uh, I'm working with the large code base, uh, which I right now I know it I'm very good. There are still some places that I discovered. Oh, okay, this time I don't say what's going on here. Uh, <clears throat> and still there is a, another like uh, uh, approach of managing a, f a huge project. Yeah, you know there is a uh, we are getting a lot of security reports and to be. Uh, investigated, uh, addressed, and so on. This is something that not, is not happening in normal projects. So, so this is still uh, fun and cool stuff that I'm doing, which is something new. And and on, and what you are doing right now is like you fixing bugs or creating new stuff. So, w w what's your idea uh, right now? Right now, basic strategy is quite stable. We, we try to keep it stable. Basically, trying. I just took a look. You are, you are <laughs> one. There was a Ted Hasted, but he is no more active. It was a 2008, and you yeah. are actually the, the one, the one. Yeah, there's a few older guys, less active than I, but yeah, still contributing. Mm -hmm. 
basically, uh, yeah, uh, because uh, you know, strats, you, you rather won't use strats for a new project, yeah, you would rather uh, use something something new totally, yeah, so it's, it's new on the market today. Uh, but there is a, lo a lot of applications that are already using strats to, uh, and to, to be supported and so on, yeah, you don't want to rewrite on, them. On, yeah? on, on that note, first, what I did right now is I compared the uh, Struts 2 project, and you are one of the committers, with Vue.js. You know Vue.js? This is yeah. a JavaScript framework which is very popular yeah. to talk about mm -hmm. these days. Now, the chart of contribution for Vue.js is in July, I guess it was, I don't know which July is it, uh, 2016. Huge spike of contributions and now almost nothing. So since October to now, almost no commits. There's only one committer who performed uh, five five hundred thousand, I think, thirty nine uh, commits. So and Struts two is your. And if I would just compare the charts, it would look like Vue.js is the legacy, and Struts <laughs> is getting more and more popular. No kidding, because your contribution are going up. And they are consistent. Vue.js at the beginning was huge spike and now it dries out. So first, if you just would look you know, at the contributions, it looks like Struts 2 is you now the, the, the hot framework these days. And like uh, Vue.js, you know, the JavaScript framework is like the legacy which is going uh, to nowhere. If you just, you have to do it. Um, I will send you the link. I will put it yeah, both yeah. To, the, to, the, to the show notes. Vue, oh, if you, yeah, yeah, of course. I will put as, as much as I can to the show notes, but... Um, what I can do right now, I put it to the chat. The first time during the podcast, we, we actually using the chat. You see, I'm also more and more interactive. So I send you this to the chat. You can click on it and oh. uh, you will see the that the main contributor, what, what he did. So and now the second part is I spent lots of time. Actually, in backend, I use still the same what I did in Danzig. You know, there's no difference. I still use MicroProfile in Java. E, but um, Quarkus and Helidon, so different uh, uh, runtimes. Uh, to, actually, today I started Glassfish again, just for fun to see. Uh, uh, and and um, and uh, in, in the front end, I use web standards, so web components and JavaScript. And what is still missing is like server-side rendering part. And uh, what uh, what we do great in Java, so with JSPs, I still like JSPs. I mean, they are they are not bad. They are crazy fast, and we don't have to put too much logic to the JSPs. This is the, uh, but we could use them as more or less template, right? To iterate over POJOS. Yeah. And what I, what, I, what I think, which is still great, we could just use backend frameworks like Struts, for instance, for pre-rendering of web components in Java. So, so we have, you know, partially rendered logic is sent to the browser, and then we have our DSPA. So like a hybrid use. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you have, you have asking uh, what's the, what's, I'm doing with strats. So one of the things I would like to do is to, because uh, strats is very heavily connected with JSPs. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, sometimes you don't need JSPs because you, yeah. your, your project is not using them, yeah? But the current implementation is heavily connected with that. So I would like to discount a bit to, to, to move them as a plugin. So you will have like strats core, which is just pure logic, I mean, framework logic. And then you can connect, okay, I, I would like to use JSPs, I would like to use FreeMarker or whatever else. So I would just plug in. So that's my idea for the future. So this, is, this would be actually sometime. very good because then you are almost, almost at Jakarta MVC level. Yeah, 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 probably yes. And then, so, then strats 2 could become the Jakarta MVC, you know, a reference implementation. Yeah, I think at some point, yes. 
it will be able to, to, to like disconnect GSPs from, from the core. Yeah, it, it would be possible. I did something crazy because uh, recently I had, uh, I'm rewriting my block engine actually, just for fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on, and, uh, and then I said, actually, I should record a an, an, an video course about that, which I did. But uh, about the rendering, right? And, and I wanted to say I would just use micro profile specs, just micro profile. And uh, no servlet, no GSPs. And I said, okay, how to do that? And I use GraalVM. You're aware of the GraalVM? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. And what you can do there, you can just load JavaScript. You can use JavaScript. So I loaded Mustache oh. as a templating language and passed, you know, JSON from Java and added my rendering. And this was as powerful as JSPs completely in Java. I can also send you the link. It's very simple. This was one class. You can look at that. <laughs> and uh, on that, you can, you could, you should be able. I didn't. You should be able to comp, uh, to cross compile it to native code. So I think it could be interesting, you know, in Struts two, uh, to this was a funny project, you know, to make it compilable on GraalVM or run on Quarkus, because the entire framework would be a native image. One thing, like serverless. I'm just talking. You know, it seems yeah. like you have too 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 much leisure. <laughs> so the the you know. Uh, there's this, uh, the the spikes was what uh, your commitment is hard to, to tell because you're committing too much but uh, uh, it is like yeah recently you were pretty active so in in Corona time March right so this is like your I, I'm monitoring what you are doing you know I'm <laughs> get up but um, um yeah the Graal VM templating is nice and uh, I think what we could also do you know like a micro profile matrix just uh, emit more metrics I don't know whether you're already doing this. You know, additional uh, rendering yes. times and stuff like that is very easy with MicroProfile. And uh, yeah, then then Struts, I think it could be become really relevant for new projects. Because, because I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't get, you know, the, the mass uh, excitement about SPAs, single page applications. There are reasons for that. So I see, you know, you can cover 80% of all cases with that. But there are some remaining cases where a server-side framework is uh, way better. And way easier. Yeah. And, and then something like exactly. is just great. I mean, quite often you don't need like something dynamic on your page, just need to render some some static stuff. Yeah, Wikipedia. So, I mean, Wikipedia is huge. It's a it's a it's a one of the most popular pages. Or, or uh, and why to use SP? Uh, this is not SPA, right? It's server rendered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to use that. Yeah. For so therefore, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> this is why we are talking because Struts for me is uh, Struts uh, is really exciting. And it could become something. And um, maybe if you have some time, take a look at Jakarta MVC. It could be uh, fun, you know, to, to make it compatible somehow. Maybe because the guys also, you can become the fame of Jakarta, you know. So, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, I mean, just ideas. What I also okay. wanted to talk with you, uh, I actually forgot the time. Is that too exciting? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, way too long. But uh, still, uh, the, the, the Equifax hack, this was because uh, of Struts. Yeah, it was because of that. Yeah, was exactly. it your but fault? It was... Why, why you know all the Americans lost their privacy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't my fault. I, I, I fixed that uh, a long time before the the, the bridge was happened. Uh, there was like few options to because you know it's it quite oh, often. Can you hard send for... me? Can you send me to the the your, your fix? As if you remember the commit uh, per email, this would be nice. I will put it to the show notes. You know, so so. Then uh, you are a hero. You fix actually, <laughs> you could fix you know the privacy of the entire USA. Uh, yeah, there was a few options to 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 use. You you, you didn't have to like upgrade the latest version. Uh, we were proposed a few other fixes uh, options, but you know they do nothing with that. So they have been using an old version. Yeah, this was the problem. But uh, what was exactly the technical problem? What, what happened? You, you you know with Equifax? 
They I exploit reflections, what I remember. But uh, you, you know, because uh, Strats is using uh, is having depending on OGNL. Uh, OGNL is object a, graph a navigation language, or right? Language, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's expression language. Yeah, you can you can execute whatever you want, uh-huh. and OGNL is like uh, a huge stuff. You can you, you can do whatever you want with uh-huh. with your JVM, uh, and basically. Uh, uh, that was the problem that was in some place that you were able to like inject your uh, original expression that was evaluated on the server side. And they have used this to open a, a, a port to communicate from outside. So I think ah, that was the case. Okay. So they, it was not that directly Strat was used to to steal data. It, they used it to, to open uh, communication bridge, uh, communication port from. from but this was like an insider job. Someone created a template which opened the right. Because uh, I don't remember exactly. I think that, no, it was like because if we will use uh, untrusted incoming data, user data ah, evaluation. Okay. Yeah, so they didn't perform the fault, or it was case of uh, headers. Maybe it was case with uh, with headers. Uh, we have been uh, evaluating header name, but we didn't we didn't uh, like okay. validate the proper name. If this is a proper like regex, for example, yeah. So I mean, I need to recall that to investigate, but uh, maybe it was the case that it was our fault, but uh, but the case was uh, like opening the port to our communication from outside. Okay, so this is a similar hack, like uh, I think it's called cross-site scripting, right? Where someone injects to an error handler in JavaScript some JavaScript which can be executed. So what yeah. they did, mm. they, uh, they the OGNL was too powerful, so they could do whatever they. So they just someone injected. So someone stored in a database, probably OGNL, which is not probably escaped, something like this, and it was evaluated in the browser and in browser and on the server, not in browser. Yeah, on the server on side, the server, yeah, exactly. On the server side and open the socket. Okay, okay. Uh, open the port that they were uh, uh, able to connect to the database and all the data. Okay. Interesting and, stuff. Uh, yeah, it, uh, also it was the problem that uh, the fun that this database was not on that server. To be honest, that they were they were hacked. Uh, it was on the other server, but the, uh, it was like no, the, the network configuration was also bad. This was mm-hmm. a public server that was connected to internal network. That's yeah. to the private data. So mm-hmm. it shouldn't happen. It should be that possible to, even if you access the server, you are not allowed to access this like, private data, internal private data. Yeah. So that was like many things, not just start. That was like the beginning of the whole story. Yeah. yeah. But there was other problems around. Interesting, because in my project, I cannot even access my own dependencies <laughs> for builds. <laughs> Sometimes I, I need three days until I can build something, you know, and, and this seems like a dream developer environment. They could access everything, right? From, yeah, <laughs> from exactly. in both directions. <laughs> in both directions. Okay. Uh, interesting. So were you called by, I don't know, US TV or something? Television or reporter? No. Like no. No, no, no. Crazy. <laughs> no, it was it was just reported by Apache Foundation. Uh, there was a statement that Apache Foundation prepared for 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 press, and I think that's all basically. Sorry, I'm the first reporter, you know, semi-reporter asking <laughs> you about that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I think that's the good stuff uh, that you are part of the Apache Foundation. That you have called this 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 um, how to call this this surroundings with law with press you you don't have to be exposed directly to that stuff so you, you can always ask someone from from uh, Apache Foundation to help you yeah, or you prepare a statement or something like that. I could okay so I never thought about that but you are right you this trust is actually a huge huge uh, huge thing so uh, last question complete different one <laughs> about Scala. 
So uh, f- 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 <laughs> as a Scala came out, I wanted actually to learn Scala, and 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 I had actually I uh, at the beginning of Scala, I had a chat with Martin Odersky at the JAX conference, and and just wanted badly to learn Scala. And my hope was that Java has become you know too slow, and uh, it's Scala is going to be the ob- obvious choice. And 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 for me. It never happened, so I was a little bit sad. So, okay, then I would try, you know, with Scala, to use Scala tests just for fun, just, you know, to do something with Scala. Mm-hmm. But um, the performance of the compiler was worse than, you know, remember Xdoclet? Yeah. So for me, as I started the Scala thing, okay, this is a very like, I mean, that I'm too yeah. impatient. <laughs> exactly. and, and then the developers say, yeah, but look, uh, if it compiles, it is it is great because then it will run. It's like, yeah, look, but there are unit tests. I mean, most days, mostly compile, right? And, and, and then in Scala, so I did the test, and then I had a questions about something, and I took a look at the Scala library, and I say, no. I, I I absolutely don't understand what's going on. And and and, and then I asked another guy, there was a German speaker, so this is what I remember, and he always uh, had just talks about Scala in Germany. And I asked him, you know, what's the problem? Because I click on the class and I get a code and it's really hard to, to tell what, what happens inside. I say, yeah, because you are application developer. This code uh, is written by library developers. In Scala, we have the, you know, the... Uh, the division between smart library guys and the application guys. Uh, okay, then uh, strange. And then I ask him, in which projects you spend your time in Scala projects? And they say none, but you know, workshops are selling like crazy. So, okay, so then uh, the Scala is nothing for me. Then I completely lost interest. And the Lightband company, I think, they, they were yeah. type safe. They renamed they safe and dropped the interest in Scala and they do Java again, which is my understanding. So now the question, and you are a nice guy, reasonable, so you have a great project, Struts 2, and you're doing Scala. Someone forces you to Scala? Or <laughs> is it you know, the evil? No, no, you know, it's... Uh... Or is it really a reason to learn Scala right now if you have Java 16, let's say? So for me, it's almost, uh, is it something where you to say... I don't know. I, I have no comparison with, with such uh, Java 16 or... Or, or Java, Java 11, 11 or, you know, Java 11 10. Even. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, do, we are using Java 8 in Strat as a base. <laughs> oh, Java 8 is also <laughs> great. Base, but you have already the streams. You mean, Java 8 is, is what you're talking about. So it's not like lots happened in Java. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, right, you, you can say that Scala is okay, nothing better than, than Java. I would say that's true. Uh, but uh, there's a, a few funny things in, in, in Scala I like, like case classes, which are very funny things, very simple to use. Case Some classes like a switch statement, something like this? Uh, no, uh, not a, like um, you have records in Java right now. Right? We yeah. have records. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very similar. Okay. It's like just value okay. object. Yeah. Okay. But you can have, yeah, you can use pattern matching and, and stuff like that as well. Okay. Yeah. There's also the syntax is quite often nice if you are using map or something like that with streams. So you don't have to use dots. So, so you enjoy so enjoy this color basically, right? It's not yeah, there are some, some areas that I hate, to be honest. Yeah. And which areas are they? So you have more, more examples to give. So. <laughs> I just think you said, yeah, the, the, these library developers, they are just producing libraries that, that looks good, but if you start using them, you discover, okay, you are using some crazy small characters to, to define something. What's going on? Why it's so complicated? Why yeah. is that easy for others to use, yeah? Exactly. And that's, so it's like, okay, uh, it's like, I can do it, so I would do it comp- in a complicated way. Why okay. not? Yeah. So. But you are not one of these color developers. I, I had a chat with one who redefined this. 
and uh, he, re he redefined the project that this, uh, this or the counterpart in Scala, I forgot what it is, the this, you know, the this uh, identifier, and mm -hmm. with redefining the this, he created dependence injection. And I said, okay, this is also interesting. This is type safe independence injection, but, but I imagine myself, I spend time with other developers as consultant. There's been no way, you know, to to explain this to uh, to developers, I, they, 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 I would be fired immediately. I, I, I guess, right? So, so, so for me, it was very interesting. So I was always curious what's behind the Scala, and 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 I think there there are cases, but even Spark, you know, at the beginning was Scala heavy, and and I would rather now just use Java eight with Spark. I would say Java eight syntax. I just okay. So I just wanted to to hear your opinion about Scala. And uh, yeah, so, this is what my expectations. So uh, Java I mean, is getting, and, and that, uh, what I really don't like in Scala is it seems like it is not really compatible, right? So they 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 tend uh, to break the yeah, release. This is, yeah, exactly. That's also the problem that you have no binary compatibilities between. I noticed this with uh, Kafka because they 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 started with Scala and they they moved back to Java uh, a little bit more to be more compatible. Okay, so so you have just commercial project with Scala, so you are doing Scala right now. But if the next project yeah. is Java, you will just Java. So you are not one of the crazy Scala guys. I right? mean, the problem with the problem with Java world in my case is that in case quite often you will, Java means Spring, so the next Java project will be based on Spring Boot probably. So you don't like Spring Boot? Uh, as I, I don't know. I am not a fan of it. <laughs> to be honest. But uh, I have to say, I never did Spring Boot, and uh, what uh, now happens a lot in Java, I get lots of Quarkus projects. Have you have you took a look at Quarkus? Quarkus? Yeah. No. Quarkus uh, or Quarkus? Quarkus. Second time I wrote a chat. Go to my uh, YouTube channel so you will find some screenshots. Uh, Quarkus is what I did back then oh. with uh, Glassfish. Now with Quarkus and Quarkus is the smallest possible framework ever. So it is smaller than empty Tomcat. And uh, and if you make run struts 2 on Quarkus, it will start start in a second. So it's really or two seconds, let's say, struts can be. Yeah, I think struts one or two seconds. So yesterday uh, we did a workshop uh, and it started in 0 0.6 seconds. So I would say two seconds is, uh, is, is uh, okay. And this is the same API as MicroProfile in Jakarta. E. So it's support servlets. So our APIs we know. And uh, you can cross-compile it out of the box to the Graal native image. And this is the fastest growing framework on popularity. And what I like the most on Quarkus, it it does, you know, it supports exactly the same APIs I talked forever in Warsaw and Danzig is exactly the same programming model with uh, CDI and, and stuff like that. And, oh. and there's not just Quarkus, it comes from Red Hat. There's a counterpart called uh, Helidon. It's from Oracle, very, very similar. But Oracle open source project with nice Oracle guys from, <laughs> from you know, uh, um, uh, from, uh, from uh, Czech Republic. This is actually, they are developing there. Uh, there's also some interviews on AXFM. And there are lots of such uh, newer frameworks which are based on the Jakarta and MicroProfile APIs. And I think for you, it should it should work immediately on Quarkus, your struts too. Would be a nice experiment, actually. And you oh, could, and they have development mode. And the development mode is, it will, uh, if you per perform changes, it reloads automatically behind the scenes. You like yeah, Rebel, J-Rebel yeah, without J-Rebel. <laughs> yeah, we decided you have this mechanism built in, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. In dev mode, we reload all the configuration on request. But, but not the like, other pojos, right? No, yeah, not the uh, other the, uh, This this reloads everything. Yeah, you know, this is like in-house mechanism for strat only, so it's not like standard thing. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. it was fun to talk with you. I would re-invite you back in a, in a few weeks to check, you know, 
how your Strat 2 is working on Quarkus. You know, it's rather months or years. It was just fun, just fun. But next year, so just do it in a few months. It was fun to talk with you and see what happens. Just maybe you are no more Scala, you know. I didn't knew that you use Scala, you know, to escape Spring Boot. So this is what what I didn't. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to talk to you. Yeah, it was fun. I remember the old days. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha.